Slightly Above Average Gamers, Way Above Average Podcast. Welcome to the Slightly Above Average Gaming Podcast with your hosts, J007TV and Sub1KD. Well, welcome. Um, today, Jay and I, for episode 11 of the Slightly Above Average Gaming Podcast, um, we are joined, uh, we, we decided to get a little involved in things, and uh, we're enjoyed, uh, joined by some of Team Involve's uh, top talent and uh, and content creators here. Um, with uh, with me and Jay, we have um, Alex, we have Rose, we have Waldo, and hopefully uh, Icy Scopes will be hopping in in a little bit. So wanted to just uh, give a shout out, um, have everyone... Uh, say hi real quick and then uh we're gonna get kind of get moving um i'll start i'm alex i manage team involved um that's really it but i I appreciate (laughs) y'all bringing me here thanks for being here man yeah thanks for having me um sorry rose why don't you go ahead are you good um i'm rose red rose xo but my name's rose um on team involved i do a lot more content than comp but have played a couple tournaments here and there so i dabble in both excellent welcome waldo all right i am watch waldo but People just call me Waldo. Um, I do mainly tournaments. I really do a lot of content. I'm probably going to start doing that more in MW3, but for now, it's mainly just competitive stuff. Outstanding. Excellent. So. Well, I am J007TV. I am slightly above average gaming uh, with my partner here, Sub1KD as well so sub yep. take it away man all right well so um we've we've got team involved here we've got uh we've got some great talent wanted to um to just bring everybody in the goal of today is just kind of tear apart uh war zone uh war 2.0 and modern warfare 2 and then kind of look forward to uh modern warfare 3 and kind of what what everybody can expect um from their uh from their individual points of view so we've got a kind of wide range of talent um from uh from waldo at the top and alex at the i mean uh myself and jay at the bottom and uh and yeah so but um you know alex uh i, I want to give you a minute to just kind of talk about team involved and kind of what you guys are doing because i think you guys are doing a great you know some really awesome stuff in the uh, in the team space and, and bringing something different to the uh to the scene uh well first i appreciate the kind words uh we try um involved is interesting because we're not like the you're not i don't want to say average but your typical org um for one you know rob is our leader and he's not your typical leader Uh, he's a little crazy and we bring anybody in who has the passion and like the drive to compete or make content uh it doesn't really matter you know how it, it doesn't we don't really look at your stats like your your social medias and stuff it's just more about do you want it and do you want to play with a team uh be part of the involved family there's not a lot of stipulations when you join you don't have to change your name there's none of that stuff it's just being dedicated to whatever it is you do we do a lot of mental health like stuff um we just brought in a guy um i don't know exactly what he is but he's like a mental health person you know if you need to talk to somebody he's who you talk to and then we have uh fitness people for questions like that like rob likes to put fitness and mental health above all um but most importantly like the big thing is is we're just a lot of competitors um if you've seen our work from top to bottom it's just tons of the top talent in warzone for the most part and uh that's that's really the basic gist of it i don't want to go too deep into it right now uh, i'll let everybody else get their moment you know Alex, I I it was curious how many people are currently in involved right now. Ooh, um, if you could give a rough estimate, I don't want to. I don't mean to put you between on the like spot, thirty-five but. and forty, somewhere like That's that. Precise. I believe. When did it start? Um, this year. This year. I believe, okay. I believe it was early this year. That that's right? awesome. That's awesome. Mm, uh, so. I've been I've been here for like 
seven months, six months now, but we've had people for, Rob has been setting this up for longer than a year. He's just been in the scene kind of getting everything put together. And then this just kind of happened organically. It wasn't like he was like, I'm starting an org and this is happening. It was just, it was more of a group chat that turned into an org. So it was pretty cool. That's great. Okay. So how, um, Rose, how did you get dragged into it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so cool story is that, um, my friend Brittany B knows Rob mm-hmm. and one day this was probably about, uh, only about two months ago. I'm, I'm still relatively new in the org. Um, I think like September, I'd say early September, I get a DM from somebody named involved money. I'm like, who is this? I'm like, who's sliding in my DMs right now? And it was Rob. And he was like, do you know who I am? And I'm like, no, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. Um, he just gave me the rundown. He told me, you know, that he's an, that he runs involved. He recruits talent. Um, he basically, he told me that, uh, he was looking to take on female, female, uh, content creators, competitors. And that the org didn't have any. Um, I was like, you know, I'm definitely interested. Like, let's set up a Discord call. And uh, so we did. We talked. And and I think Rob is, is so great. Um, I was in an org, and I told him this, that I, w- I was in an org very, very briefly for, like, maybe a month. Super short stint. And it was my first one ever. And, like, that taught me a lot into knowing what I was going to look for. And mm-hmm. Rob, you know, checked all the boxes. So he... Great. You know, it was a mutual. It was a mutual agreement. I told him I wanted it to be mutual for the both of us. Like I wanted to make sure he got something out of out of having me, and I wanted to make sure I got something out of having him and the rest of the team. And worked out uh, really, really well. So really happy to be here. Glad that my name got thrown around the ring, and glad he DM'd me that one September day. Yeah, that's outstanding. Yeah, um, it's funny because I actually was ta- so I talked to Rob. I've talked to Rob a lot. Um, uh, for the last year and a half or mm-hmm. so and so um i remember he was looking to recruit and so he had he had a list of three or four names and yours was on the i remember yours being on the list and so i took a look at your stuff and mm-hmm. was um impressed with what i saw so i was um glad to see uh you and rob uh, make it work uh, out thank you so awesome yeah thank you waldo what's your favorite part of being in the org um honestly everybody in the org is pretty much like family to me <laughs> we all make jokes to each other mess around with each other it's just a lot of fun. Awesome. Um, that's great. Yeah. So if if anybody listening hasn't uh, hasn't had time to check out stuff that uh, that team involved is doing, I definitely recommend it. They're big on Twitter. Um, Alex runs their socials. So um, when you when you hear from Team Involved, you're hearing from him. Everybody I've met through the through the org has been fantastic. So I, I highly recommend um, you know paying attention to them. They're doing big things. Um, it's definitely time to get involved. And speaking of getting involved, let's get involved with Modern Warfare Two slash Warzone Two Point Waldo, I want to I want to kind of start with your thoughts a little bit you know you've you warzone is you know you're, you're a warzone main competitor um you know you were in wars world series of warzone and uh i just want to kind of uh, you know give me some ideas what are some things that you think the game did well you know everybody likes to jump on the the negatives in this game but you know what are some things you think it did well that uh you're looking forward to building in the future um to be honest i think their current backpack system is a lot better than the vomit looting we had in warzone one i think the ability for you to kind of manage multiple kill streaks, ammo types, uh, plates, like different field upgrades, all that. I think there's kind of like a skill involved in organizing your backpack and being and like making sure that you have every, everything you need. Uh, I still have to think of other things that they did uh, better. I'm not going to lie, but it's just, just as a start, that's one thing. So yeah. let me ask you this, Waldo, from, from where we are now, from where the game launched, um, specifically a couple things. One, you mentioned the back, uh, you know, the backpack and managing your loot. Did you have an issue with the way that it was before as far as, you know, somebody dies, you go into their backpack, you grab the stuff and you get out? Like, did you or do you prefer being able to basically just like close your eyes and plug your ears and just run through it and pick up shit? Uh, honestly, I'd rather <laughs> I'd, I'd rather do the second option. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> 
Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. So I liked the backpack, actually. I never really thought that was like, should have been one of the main sticking point issues when, you know, when, when Warzone 2 first came out. Like, I didn't understand why that was like towards the top of the list of everything that people complained about. Because if you look at how the loot is now, when it falls on the ground, imagine trying to grab a rake that's a rake handle that's under a pile of broom handles and you have to grab that specific handle. It's frustrating as hell for me personally. I don't know. I think that, I mean, like the, the looting system in Warzone 1, I feel like like the loot, how it like was like, like you kill someone and then the loot vomits on the floor and like kind of like how it was like positioned was like easier to pick up than it currently mm-hmm. is because like, I feel like now loot can get like stuck in walls, like stuck between like steps and stuff. And uh, it's like really hard to pick up individual items like you're talking about. Yeah. Rocks and stuff like that. Rose, what mm-hmm. do you, what do you think about the loot system? No, I mean, like, I definitely agree with what Waldo said with the backpack system. I do I do really like that. I like that you get to, like, what you said, manage what you have. So, like, I pick up, like, I think I'm running, like, 12 plates. I'm going to be honest. I think I have, like, 12 <laughs> plates in my inventory, like, all times. Like, I don't need extra ammo. I don't need, I just want plates. So, I do really love that. But, like, what you guys are saying, I like that we, so when Warzone 2 came out and they had the backpack system where you had to kill somebody, go into their backpack and pick what you wanted and then take it. I like how they switched from having like the backpacks on the ground to loot to the vomit loot, but I do kind of wish that they would have went back to like the Warzone 1 ways where it would vomit loot, but like float from the floor because I just think that things were so much easier when it like was above the floor when things weren't like piled on top of each other. It's anytime you're watching anybody try to loot, there's plates stuck on a gas mask. Like you have to take time to get yeah. the gas mask. And when you're out running the gas or you're trying to do something so quick, it is so, so unbelievably hard to try to loot these things when everything is piled together. Yeah, and I think the reason why I liked the backpack was, sorry, the reason I liked the backpack too is because I play with a couple loot goblins that you might kill three out of four of the teammates, and before you're you're done with the third, that son bitch has already run through the other two things of loot. And I liked mm-hmm. that when one person was in the backpack, nobody else could get in that shit. Because I'm not greedy. It's just like let me have my my shit mm-hmm. first. You know what I mean? You want your share? Yeah, your, your you, slice of the pie. I think you need to play with some. Uh, I think you need to play with some people who are willing to share that. Yeah, <laughs> something. I've always held it of like the struggle. Warzone One was the same way for me. If like you, you know, we, uh, you know, my squad, we we did a lot of rebirths, so we'd end up, you know, killing people over and over and over again in the same spot because they drop, you know, they drop back for their loadout, you know, like six times straight. So you just get this mountain of crap. And when I need to get a gas mask or the or the UAV on my way out, and I drop my AR instead of picking up the mm-hmm. UAV, and then I go to pick up my AR, and I end up with somebody's starter pistol, and then I don't get my mm-hmm. UAV, I don't have my AR, and I'm on the run from the gas. <laughs> you know, it's always like, you know, <laughs> just give me something easy. I, I so I, I liked the easy, like the the simplicity of the backpack. There was one thing on the ground, and um, but I definitely understand like getting stuck in there trying to find place, trying to find ammo. You know, I really wish they'd found like a hybrid where you know you run over to the backpack and cash ammo, whatever just appears, and you can loot for more if you want it. I think that would have been a great idea, but unfortunately, they didn't. You know, they they kind of are in this almost like a hybrid between the two modes. So, um, but uh, but yeah. Um, Alex, what do you think? What do I what do I think about what like what do I think about the game? I don't know if you want that opinion from me. <laughs> but, oh, the, the loot. loot. The loot. Um, I'm like Rose, so I just have twelve plates and then whatever guns, whatever's in my gun. There's not a uh, not too much decision making, but I do get really annoyed whenever you pick something up and it says it's this amount or whatever, 
and then you run off thinking you picked up that amount or whatever and then you only had a fraction of whatever you thought you picked up like if if there's a stack of ammo and i can't tell what's in my inventory right now and i think i'm about to pick up this huge stack of ammo and then i end up picking up 30 rounds and then i get in a fight thinking i have 200 rounds and i have two mags it's not the best um i agree but i like i like the backpack system still more than anything cool it's more manageable more customizable alex what's did the you guys biggest, see the oh. changes oh i'm sorry sub go ahead no go ahead i was gonna move on why don't you no, follow I was that say, up did, did you see the changes that they're having with the backpack system um you know for the new iteration of warzone where the ammo and everything goes in in like a different slot than you know what else what other inventory that you have what do you guys think about that uh i think it's a good thing because yeah oftentimes you might pick up or you, you might like run over loot on the ground and you don't pick up the ammo so like if you i don't know how to put it i it, it definitely makes it a lot easier to to just have ammo instead of having to worry about like picking up from loot yeah to, yeah. Uh, to be honest i didn't see that actually so you said that like how the backpack system is now but instead of picking up ammo like there's going to be a specific slot just for ammo and like if you run over it it'll pick it up for you basically is that what the what it's essentially going to be that's the way i took it sub did mm-hmm. you take it that way too i mean we we kind of yeah. covered we covered this in our last episode or it was two episodes ago in the cod next i'm, a, uh, I'm gonna be honest i'm a ahead, little man. confused on what exactly they have going on i mean I, I i wasn't able to physically watch the um the next event where they kind of demoed this but it, it sounds like you know mm-hmm. you'll have some slots in a backpack for extras but ammo it will be like cash right where it's like its own its own separate spot so you can just pick up ammo as you go which um you know i i I think it's great i think the limits on how much ammo you could you know it it always drove me nuts when it was like oh i i i have 300 shotgun rounds and i can only carry so much ar and i haven't picked up a shotgun willingly Mm -hmm. in this game in like a year and a half you know why do i you know why am i wasting effort on carrying shotgun rounds and I, I, I think getting away from that, like fixed ammo capacity is a, is a good thing. And, you know, just let us, you know, say you can have, you know, a thousand rounds of insert, however you want to mix it, I think would be great. Well, no, the cool thing is too, is, you know, so say, say we're playing with Rose and Waldo and, and Rose is sniping, but the rest of us are not. If she can have her sniper ammo, and then I can also carry sniper ammo for mm-hmm. you. And it doesn't cost as a slot. Whereas, you know, how mm-hmm. it is today is very frustrating too. And I think that's kind of what you were getting at, Sub, is, you know, when you run over ammo, like it pisses me off that I run over ammo, not even really trying to, and then it just automatically takes up a slot in my backpack. And it's like, dude, I'm not trying to have 360 rounds of AR. I don't need it. You know, like I, I, do, I want I those slots everything. for plates, Alex knows that. for streaks, and maybe a, a throw them. So, yeah, I, th- I, I think that's what I meant. I think that I think what you were saying, sub, about picking up the wrong ammo is more what I meant. Is I would I would not be aware that I had forty sniper rounds or shotgun shells or whatever in my thing, and so when I go to grab this ammo that I do need or whatever I do need, it only picks up half because I have this stuff yep. that I don't know why it's picking it up. You've got a half, you've got like a half filled slot in your backpack, so it just fills it and leaves yeah. the rest on the ground. Yes, yeah. there's well, there's a lot of mechanics that are really frustrating. So yeah, and you know the other thing too, sub is is like when you're 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 playing like at, at a high level like these guys are, and I'm you know not, milliseconds matter, do. right? Like if you are and so if you're having to go in your bag and drop out sniper rounds that you never had intention that's milliseconds that matters you know yep. you can get clapped up real quick by but just by taking the time to do that yep that's the sort of thing that i mean i could off. definitely i feel like i could speak here for like i i feel like i know that waldo could definitely do this but like after so long of having to get used to picking up the ammo that you don't want like 
you learn how to run and press that down button on your D-pad and drop it on the go. Like it's not taking up any time anymore because we're so used to just dropping what we don't even need. That's a fair yeah. point. Fair point. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, but I agree, it... like I agree. I still don't want to I don't want to pick it up. I don't need the SMG ammo. I don't ever shoot a hundred and some two hundred rounds of SMG. Like I don't know why it automatically of all things picks up SMG ammo no matter what. Um so I'm it's I'm always dropping that and every other thing that I pick up on accident. Do you guys play Modern Warfare th- uh like the multiplayer much? You, you guys do multiplayer as well or, or are you mostly Warzone? I know um I think Alex you play you do uh multi right? Yeah, I prefer the multiplayer. That that's kind of where I like to play ranked in. Mm-hmm. Um, I I play both. Yeah, Icy's nasty. Hey, Icy, how are you? I wouldn't say so, that. Yes, yeah, sorry guys, I'm not on camera. I'm uh cooking dinner currently. Not a problem. Nice, what you cooking, man? Have you? Uh, some fish and then some rice. Appreciate right. uh appreciate Perfect. you guys having me here. Um, yeah, Icy, what's uh what's something about multiplayer that um that you think uh you think the Modern Warfare 2 did well that you you kind of want to see them develop more. I do love some of the maps. Um, I love the control, hardpoint, and SND, obviously, always. But what they did really well was, I think TTK in this one was really, was really well. It could be a tad better. Um, as far as, like, just, I feel like it takes too, it's too quick to kill. So you, you think, uh, did you play the Modern Warfare 3 beta? I did. I absolutely loved it. Having yeah. movement back was a, was amazing. Where do you think the TTK is on the beta versus uh, versus current Warzone or current uh, multiplayer? Beta really was too quick. I feel like personally, um, I feel like personally it could be it could be booted up a little bit more. Okay, so so 150 health not enough. I, I wouldn't even say I, it didn't feel like 150 health honestly in the beta. So I, I wonder. Like the, if they, I wonder if they actually, um, you know, sped the TTK up just a little bit in the beta, and then when the game launches, they'll go into like a the normal mm-hmm. 150 health. Yeah, I mean, I see. I didn't. Sorry to cut you off there, bud. Do you do you think that is a possibility? Uh, it could be. It it could very well much be. But I mean, mostly every other beta played, I haven't seen that. I've seen it's been pretty much the same. Well, you know, that's gonna be interesting to see what they do. Alex, what do you think uh, about the TTK? Um, yeah. I think it's really good for people that can hit their shots. I think it makes it to where accurate people who are good at hitting their shots are rewarded. But at the same time, it makes it difficult. I think you guys talked about this. Like if you're fighting three people, they only have to get X amount of shots on you and you have to do that to three of them. And it's the health is way too high to get those multi kills sometimes. And um, like in Modern Warfare 2 right now, you can wipe out the whole team because ranked is 4v4. And you can get a clutch one v four on control or something to take that point, um, but I don't know if that'll be possible in Modern Warfare three. But we'll see. Yeah, for like Icy said, you don't know. They might change it. They might not. Who knows? I mean, yeah. Mostly every beta. I mean, it was just for it's for that feedback to kind of see yeah. what they need to change going into the game. Yeah, I'm excited to see the uh, patch notes on what they're changing from one game to another. Um, I think it'll be. You know, I, personally, I, I found the TTK. I, I wish the TK, TTK was somewhere in between the two games because you know it's like it, to me and 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 some of the guys that I played with uh, played the beta with. You know, if anything, it it discouraged pushing because you run into, you know, people holding hands too much and all of a sudden, you know, you're outnumbered routinely. And, you know, I know movement helps with that. But, you know, a lot of those maps, you know, some of the maps we played, they had very small rooms that you can't, you can only turn so many corners in a in a small room with three guys all pointing their guns at you. So, and I feel like in, in Modern Warfare 2, when you play that, you know, especially on the more chaotic maps, 
you know, it's it's uh it's easier to get you know to kind of roll from one kill to the other without having to change mags. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, going off on that, um, I think it promotes teamwork better. Like, I mean, it was only pubs we played, but you're gonna have to hold mm-hmm. angles and uh, coordinate a lot better with your team. I don't think one guy on your team can be so much better than the rest of your team and carry you in ranks. Like in multiplayer, you'll see a lot of players who aren't as good as what their rank shows because they play with people better than them. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they'll be able to get carried as easily by one person. Because um, like you were saying, you run into a building, you're, you know, if you're just running in there, you're not going to be able to pull two kills out of three guys if you're not on their level, if you're not hitting your shots, all that good stuff. But it definitely adds a skill gap whenever there's a longer TTK. Yeah, but especially when you, you can know. one-on-one with somebody. Yeah, but you got to find a good medium for everybody. It's not just. That's, I agree. That's it's not the thing just I the pro feel, players. That's the thing I feel they did with uh with Modern Warfare 19. I mean, I'm, I'm a because I love that. Mm-hmm. Same. Like, that, that's that's the thing I feel like they did really well with that game is they. And I say it all the time. Like I wish we would have had ranked in Verdansk and Modern Warfare 19. Yeah, I don't understand why we didn't. They had like a esports mode for a little bit that was like. 5v5 or something i think it was 5v5 back then yeah on cdl and they had it for a little bit but there was no rank mode to it it was just basically scrims and yeah then they took it out but that game had such good ttk i love that game i'd play it if it wasn't infested with hackers (laughs) yeah yeah it's getting it's getting is the multiplayer ranked as bad about that like is is the multiplayer ranked as bad as what i'm hearing about some of um you know the warzone ranked as far as the hacking goes no Uh, Yes, no, hundred percent worse. Whenever, whenever you get to it, when you're in the middle, it's you're okay. But when you're at like, let's say you just started ranked and you never played it, you're gonna run into hackers on Smurfs. And then if you're getting to like Crimson or up, you're gonna see tons of hackers. But like Gold and Platinum Diamond, no, those are just hard stuck people that can't get out. The hackers are either new accounts or they're up there in the T250s and up there. Do- do they have, um, you know, so Warzone ranked is what minimum forty five. Is it the same over in uh, Modern Warfare, like the the multiplayer rank? Mm, as far yeah, as being able like, to run ranked, I think it's like level twenty or something thirty. Oh, okay, I don't know. It might be forty five. I don't know. I've only played ranked a couple times over there. I thought it was pretty cool, but it's not fun to solo queue into that. No. And <laughs> Some, sometimes it can be. Sometimes it can be fun. Depends what yeah. kind of lobbies you get when you solo queue. The one and only time well, I solo queued into, mo- into multiplayer ranks. I, I, yeah, I go up played... world's best while I'm fighting kids with uh, my teammates <laughs> don't have thumbs. Yeah, my favorite is uh, the one time I, I queued in, my entire team couldn't figure out how to play the objective. They just went for straight kills. And it's like, you've you got to stand in the spot they tell you to stand in. That's how you win the game. You don't win the game by getting 30 kills. Like, that's not how it works. And I've so, given so many geometry lessons in Hardpoint. It's a square. The fucking square. Stand in the square. Sorry, I don't know if I can say that. The square. Stand in the square. Like, dude, that's the most frustrating thing. Like, if I if I have 50 kills in Hardpoint and the rest of my team's just getting just destroyed, bro, just stand in the square. It's really yep. frustrating. Yep. That's just, the solo queue experience. put your body in the square. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, what is it for it's, you? It's frustrating. Like, since you mostly play Warzone, what do you feel is good and bad about multiplayer? coming from someone who doesn't play it all the time. So I like, um, how do I put this? I, I actually like the faster TTK because I can be, you know, um, it is less forgiving 
for um, for people that don't you know have a head on their shoulders. Um, especially with, especially since the game has a habit of spawning people around you, like you push, you know, you, you push the, uh, the other side of the map and all of a sudden the entire team is spawning behind you. You can usually take a couple of them with you before, uh, before you've got six guys crawling down your throat. You know, I, I think some of the, I think some of the things that they tried to do with multiplayer were interesting and I think they could have leaned into them better or done them better. Like, like the staggered perks I thought was an interesting idea and I think they could have done something different with that. Um, and made it more, you know, at least in a pub scenario, made it more um, dynamic of a game. You know, I, I feel like, the, you know, the games all boil down, you know, the games have a habit of boiling down to being, you know, extremely repetitive and ex- extremely um, systematic in their nature. And so when you can throw elements that change that up, I think it, it forces people to, uh, I, I don't want to say adapt because that's a lot more, that's been a bit overused the last year. Um, but it, it, it forces people to be more creative in how they play, right? You know, you can't run the same route. It's like in football, you can't run the same route over and over and over again because it eventually gets stuffed and, you know, you have to be, you have to change it up and be creative every now and again. And I feel like the way that they had the game structured, you could, you could be, you could have some fun with it and it wasn't, um, it it wasn't as, yeah, as repetitive, I guess, you know, as the game kind of developed, it's, it's, you know, a, a lot of the features that they came up with really fell flat and they've had to um they've kind of had to walk back a lot of that and so now we're stuck in this we've been stuck in this weird limbo of like everything's kind of halfway to where it should be one way or the other but nothing is like in a good spot that's did you play call of duty multiplayer before br oh yeah before br's my first call of duty one and I played every you'd, Call of you'd Duty. You'd be surprised. A lot of the top players have not played a, a COD before Warzone. Uh, I mean, even one of our team, Oscar, his first, this is, uh, what was it, last COD? Or this is his first COD? Yeah, no, Caldera, he played Caldera, but he wasn't really good at it. And then he just grinded, and now he's a top whatever player. Yeah. I mean, he's kid's talented, too. Nasty. He's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah I, I keep watching his clips, and I'm being it's like, kind of, oh, my God, please don't ever. Please don't ever find yourself in my lobbies because that will be miserable for me. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it, and it's it's interesting when I go back and I play some of the older CODs of like the things that people say, you know, it's like fast TTKs, you go back to, you know, COD 4, Modern Warfare 2. The TTKs were very, very fast um, compared to now. Right now, our TTKs, you know, especially Modern Warfare 3, you know, we had that like jetpack era with a longer like Apex style ttk and i feel like that kind of like i i feel like there's like the the section of the cod community that came out during the jetpack era and they like the longer ttk they like the kind of more futuristic things and then there's you know old people like me who started back when it was you know world war ii game um and it was supposed to be a, a milsim style game and they you know they um they had this whole um th- this whole transition from like all right it's fast ttk the movement's quick and then you know the jetpacks came and the and the ttk's got longer and it became more about you know the movement than it was about your aim and your gunplay and then they tried to go back to the you know the aim and gunplay being focused on kind of with modern warfare 2019 and then slide canceling kind of broke all that and turned it into uh more of a more movement focused game and that was kind of what carried on so the attempt to push it back i felt like in this most recent game was not well received by a lot of people 
um, because they're more, you know, because they came up in the jetpack era versus the, you know, the older eras where you had the long TTK, you had a lot of move, you know, movement was focused. And I think Apex had a lot to do with that too. Rose, what do you, I mean, how much multiplayer do you play? I mean, if any, or did you ever before Warzone or Blackout play a lot of multi or? Yeah. Um, so I actually, uh, my first Call of Duty was Call of Duty 4. And um, I only played multiplayer. I played multiplayer all throughout like the Black Ops. Um, and then I took like a huge break from Call of Duty for like, I missed a couple, like I missed Ghosts. And I missed like a couple after that as well. Um, but I was always a big uh, multiplayer gal. And I, um, right before Warzone, I was playing multiplayer still. And then I actually, um, at the time, was, I, I lived, I was working in Disney. I don't know if that's like really relevant. But I had left my like Xbox because I was still on console. I left it at home. Um, and when I left Disney to come back, that's right when Warzone dropped. And the, the people that I played multiplayer with uh, were playing Warzone. So I, that's when I switched. Um, and that was right on, that was on Verdance. Um, but I, I was big into multiplayer prior to Warzone coming out. And then once Warzone came out, I like really fell off. Um, but I did get back into it this year on, um, on MW2. I did play multiplayer ranked, um, prior to Warzone ranked coming out, we played that and I, I really liked it. Um, I thought it was something fun to grind for. I know that they had it in Vanguard, but that was one of the Call of Duties that I also skipped. Um, I never, I never had Vanguard, so I never played it. So this was my first multiplayer ranked experience. Um, I really liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun. And then um, I don't really play multi besides that. And now, and now still I'll play like multiplayer for fun with my friends. Like we don't care if we do OQ and we like, and we lose SR because I think I'm like, after so many seasons of not playing since Warzone rank came out, I think I'm like bronze or silver. So we literally just like play for fun and, you know, fighting bronze and silver is a lot of fun when they don't know how to shoot back so good content um, yep. it, it is content when when i drop like almost 50 on hard point that's kind of nice so nice yeah uh, that hurt by the way thanks for that <laughs> <laughs> sorry do you guys think it transfers over like if you're good in Warzone, you're automatically going to be good in multi or vice versa I mean, 100%, because, I mean, I, I come from playing Challenger, so hmm. I feel like some of the best COD players, I mean, if you look at Scump, for example, and at uh, the Solo, the solo Dolo, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you look at that, I mean, the mindset that you have to have in, like, multiplayer comp versus Warzone, I mean, Warzone, no offense to anybody out there, anybody can kill anybody. And I feel like in comp, multiplayer you have the most skill because when those angles are certain knowing the most players like that at that kind of level transferring into Warzone. I mean I've I've even said it when it was the CDL versus Warzone. CDL guys, they're gonna be a lot better. The only the only thing that they don't have is knowing the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like for myself, I didn't transition well to Warzone to start off with. I've always been a multiplayer person and to use your brain more like uh knowing the map and everything that's my issue i just like to push everything sub knows i when i play with sub i'm like you use use your brain and you tell me who to shoot dude i don't know where we're going or whatever um but i don't like it's just a lot when i get on cod i just want to shoot people and stand in my square stand in my hard point i don't want to have to look at this circle 
but I, I love Warzone. I just competitive aspects not for me. I'm not that guy. I'm not good enough. I'm not Waldo. Um, <laughs> I'm not a Waldo demon, dude. Waldo, I don't know if you've seen him play, but he locks in. It's hey, alright. <laughs> what, what what do you think? Um, no, just... on this one, does uh, multiplayer transfer over to um, to Warzone? Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not really that good of a multiplayer player. <laughs> like, like uh, when it first came out, when multiplayer rank first came out, I was playing it, and I think I like barely got in the top 250, but I soon fell out to Erie. Like, you really have to be on it, and you have to play a lot. Like, it's just all about yeah. like knowing angles, strats. You know, he's not that gunning. good. He only hit top 250. <laughs> yeah. Only so top two fifty I mean, in multi and in Warzone, yeah. I mean, I I I, I didn't finish the season with top two fifty in multiplayer, but in Warzone, yeah, I've had it multiple times. Nice. Do you think that obviously the way it's played is a little bit different? And like Alex said, the map knowledge is key for. I mean, it's key even for multiplayer, but for the Warzone side of it, having to actually think more about like rotations and stuff like that, but. The gun skill, I would think, would translate for sure. I mean, am I right or am I wrong here? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm definitely Um, agreeing with you here, Jay. Like, kind of what Icy said, though, I think that the only reason Waldo is, like, saying that he doesn't think he was that good or, you know, as good as you could be is, like, map knowledge, right? Like, if map knowledge rotation, you have to play it constantly. And then if you did play it constantly, you probably would have had it. So I, mean, I yeah, kind of was, agree that with was my biggest thing with um, yeah yeah with like I mean Waldo is a fantastic player but I mean mm-hmm. if you look at if you look for me example I know big map like the back of my hand but when I went into that Vondel tourney I don't play Vondel Vondel very often at all so I didn't do very well and it was just I mean a lot of these maps come down to map knowledge jump spots are a big one too that's where oscar prevails that man knows the littlest things the smallest things that you would not know are in the game dude he's gonna hop up and go through a window you didn't know you could climb through or something and that's where i get gut dude when when do they have the time to find this shit out man like i found out about a jump spot at the airport off of a flatbed truck onto a fucking air conditioner and onto the roof of the airport like who has time to sit around and figure that shit out i think the better question is uh how many hours do you play a week, Waldo Rose? I see. Um, personally, <laughs> I mean, there's days where I mean, my normal routine is I wake up at five a.m. You know, eat my milk prep, eat my breakfast, take a shower, and then I'm straight on the toy for eight, nine hours. My my thing is like I've always I've always been that guy that's I want to be the first one on the field and the last one to leave. So I mean. Even back in Verdansk, yep. I got there was weeks I did three twenty four hour streams. Like I just, I want to be the best at what I do, and I, I mean, I want to know every in and out, and then I'll get off and I'll vod review on my bad and my good games. That's great. That's how they know. There's something about time <laughs> in and and skill earned that uh, you know that uh, this game definitely rewards the, uh, yeah, the there's time a correlation. On it. You know, something that I think that I've observed from uh, from it is is there's a discipline with um, with competitive multiplayer. That I don't see quite as much. I think with a lot of the Warzone, you know, uh, like the Warzone mains, where it's you know the the ability to hold an to know an exact angle to be able to hold that angle, despite you know everything going around. You know, um, Warzone feels a lot more dynamic, and there's a lot more movement for this. Uh, n- not like I'm not talking about like movement 
around, but just moving around the map, you know, with rotations, with gas pushes and, and you know, having to, to hunt other teams because they're not going to, there's no hard point for them to come to you. You have to figure out how to bring them, you know, how to force the engagement. So I feel like, you know, the, when it comes to the fundamentals, uh, that multiplayer mains probably have better fundamentals on the gun skill than a Warzone main would have. Oh, yeah, 100%. Am I, is, is that, you think that's a fair read, I see? Yeah, I'd say so, <laughs> Hit too. Hit them against each other. Uh, <laughs> there we go. I don't think you're going to get any disagreements. Yeah. So, you know... The, the I difference mean, for me is, like... Fundamentals, in, man. Oh. No, go ahead. Um, in Warzone, the map is... Like, if I'm playing on Fortress and I'm playing a hard point or something, I know, like, my my AR is blocking spawns for this and that. These guys are not going to be spawning here or there. They're going to be right here. I know my field of view is this, and they're only going to be here. But in Warzone, mm -hmm. you have where the circle's closing, what's left of the circle that is about to be closed, where you're at, uh, the two teams in front of you that you're watching, the teams behind you that you don't know who's where. It's a lot. I don't play enough to get all that down, but I think that's where the Warzone players really prevail like them, is they can just absorb all that knowledge at once it's just being able to understand the whole field of the game like a board game like bird's eye view that i don't think i have i think that's really a difference maker i just have adhd so i, I br is like perfect for me because it's like a hundred different things to do at once and it's like I mean, that's where i thrive is Everybody's like, why do you love why do you love uh Warzone or BR so much? I'm like, dude, because it's like I've had job interviews in the past where they go, uh, can you focus on one task at a time? I'm like, no. They're like, can you focus on multiple <laughs> tasks at a time? I go, yes, I can do that. When you give me one thing to do, it's not gonna get done. You tell me 20 things, they'll get done. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not in order. Uh, yeah, not in order, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> but they will get done. Yeah, that that's a that's a great point, you know. Uh I deal with ADHD and it's like, you know, my wife will give me 20 different things and I'll get them all done. She doesn't have to bug me every six months, you know, to, to do it. You know, I do, I do get it all done. Um, but yeah, I'll be, you know, 20 different projects going on all at once. And, uh, you know, so where's that, you know, that, that BR feel to me is, is suitable to that. I think I got to watch the team over here. There's a team behind us. There's somebody over here. I'm looting. I'm, I'm running around. I'm stealing Jay's loot and, uh, <laughs> and just enjoying the, uh, enjoying the experience but um but yeah so we got campaign dropped this morning um and i know we've got some uh some big things coming up in the next couple of weeks um as honor warfare 3 fully drops and then the warzone integration hits um first week of december i believe it's scheduled for so looking forward into that what is the biggest thing that everybody is looking forward to besides movement oh uh, i would say i'm looking forward to just a new cod um i love that every company kind of came forward on this game um and had their strong backgrounds and put it all together instead of just one company working on everything so i'm really looking forward to playing zombies i'm really looking forward to playing multiplayer as well as of course warzone what about you waldo um i mean i'm looking forward to learning the new map the new warzone map and like learning all the ins and outs different jump spots different like secret spots i guess um yeah just like grinding the new game learning everything yeah rose yeah um, i would probably say the same as both of them i think i'm just looking for forward to like something new just in general um learn everything new and also like 
more focused on like the content side like I'm definitely looking forward to like creating new content like putting out different videos you know all new jump spots teaching about new guns things like that um so just like a fresh start what about you Alex um I don't really compete these days uh you know I have a kid and all that stuff I don't have the time these days but I do look forward to being able to manage more because right now we're slow like uh there's not a lot of tournaments and I really mm-hmm. enjoy helping our players find tournaments and helping them find people to play with, stuff like that. Like, that's that's how I stay in the scene a bit. Like, that's where I get my pleasure out of Call of Duty is helping the guys who still can compete and the girls that can still compete get into the games and, you know, just compete at their highest level. I just play my part. Did you hear that um, Activision is going to put out a new API and that will have um, score-based tournaments again I did not Wait, when you not. say api do you mean like um like how they had katie's like last season is that what you mean yeah so it, last, it's, um, it's a little sorry, like unclear it's a little unclear whatever what we're gonna have access to but one thing that's been confirmed is that, so last war zone um war zone one you know they ran tournaments by mm-hmm. by gathering your your stats right after you played and they'd compile them and then that's how they they track how well you did um they they haven't one of the reasons you haven't seen much of that this year is that there's nowhere to get the stats from right like you'd have to screenshot your mm-hmm. your end of game whatever um activision has partnered with at least two companies that i know of that run tournaments to give them access to an api that will give them the stats and i've talked to a couple of guys uh, wars on loadout i talked to him he's seen he's seen the api um and there's some other guys that i know that have seen have seen it in action so it's real and it's supposedly very good so i think we're gonna see a return to the you know kind of weekly or monthly tournaments that are you know more pub based than uh you know warzone one style so um i'm kind of curious uh you know it sounds like you guys haven't heard that news yet um but uh does that excite you is that something you guys are are up for like does that sound fun oh yeah i mean i've, I've kind of always said it since warzone one is i think that's one thing uh that fortnite thrives in is not only do they cater to every type of you know type of player but they also have the in-game tournaments the trackings cash cups you know the things they do and i think call of duty could capitalize big on that it would also give players you know who let's say don't have the clout the numbers that are just you know like have the skill to to show up and compete well are you gonna are you gonna run some of this or are you gonna stick to grinding rank uh i mean yeah, i'm definitely gonna be playing some tyrannies I think um I think it was really strange that in Warzone two they just completely got rid of all the stat sites and that yeah the API and all that. I think like like personally in Warzone one, uh like grinding KD and like kills per game was like a huge thing for me. That's pretty much like the whole reason I grinded that to see myself on those leaderboards, you know. I think mm-hmm. in uh if or if they do bring that back from W three, I think it'll be a good thing. Awesome. Yeah. So I uh I agree as well, like with the um I remember like COD Tracker was really big in Warzone One. So like you would go to COD Tracker and it would tell you like your recent match and like what the average KD of the lobby was and you can see like how you did versus everybody else in the lobby. Um and then obviously like your Activision had an account and you can see like what your overall KD was. And I think like there were a lot of like KD capped tournaments that were run. Um so I think that those are would make a comeback if we had like an API that was like accurate and we were able to look at. Um, I also think too, because I had this issue happen to me recently, um, having like a COD tracker or something to track stats and to see like previous games helped a lot with determining who was actually hacking. So like playing in a tournament, um, I had somebody pull a clip a couple weeks ago and like we have to look at one clip of somebody who might or might not be hacking. Whereas, like, you know, on Warzone 1, because of the stats and because of being able to track, you can look and be like, oh, well, they had a 25 KD the last 10 games. Yeah, they're hacking. <laughs> Whereas, like, 
if you could look and be like, oh, they had a 10 KD this game, but like drop down to like a four or five, maybe they're just a really good player. Um, so it was just, I think like for tournaments too, like being able to to look at players that you might think are hacking. Um, I think that having the API is, is really good for that. I think that my theory is, well, it's, it's actually two part and sub one came up with the first part of, you know, when everybody complained about the user interface on this game, when it first came out and then they redid it, you know, they potentially screwed up the inner workings of the leaderboards mm-hmm. and the combat record. But I also think they never had any intentions of allowing anybody at the time to have that API. And the reason why is because all these world records were being broken. And then it comes to find out, oh, yeah, you dropped 40 kills in a like 0.5 lobby. Like that kind of, I don't, to me, the integrity of the record. Now, could I go in and do that in a 0.5 lobby? No, I'll never, ever claim that I could. But to me, it just doesn't, it doesn't seem right to be Mm -hmm. able, you know, to, to do that. You're finding all these dudes dropping these high kill gains, but they're not doing it against people that are of close or equal skill level as them. And that's why as someone who likes to watch comp play, like I, I watched the CDL and I love the world series of Warzone. I liked the land tournament of Warzone better than any kill race I've ever watched. And the reason why is because it was 150 of the best players. Well, mostly the best players in the world that were in the same lobby competing against each other. Now, did some people shine? Sure. Biffle did. Did some people not do so well that normally do well? Sure, that happened too. But not everybody can fry in a lobby with mm-hmm. 150 of the top killers of the world. So I, I really hope like that that we we don't go back to a format where it's like a kill race tournament every freaking weekend, I guess. You know, I'd like to see more LAN events, which I know that costs a lot of money and we're probably not going to. But that's just my opinion from like a viewer, not as a competitor. Well, see, I, I feel I got like two parts on that. A, I mean, I've been that guy that goes into a 0. 0.4, 0. 0.5, 0. 0.6 lobby and I, and I can drop bombs. I've also been the same guy that can go into, you know, a 1KD lobby and still drop a bomb. It's just going in that 0. 0.6 lobby and dropping it still takes a tremendous amount of skill. Because as in Warzone, it is incredibly, you know, RNG based and you can die to anybody. And I mean, let's say I go up against, you know, another pro player or a Waldo and I can kill him. And then I go up against, you know, Bob the Builder over here with no thumbs sitting in a corner with, you know, two bouncing Bettys and I get killed. Um, But I mean, I'm, I 100% agree with the kill race thing because I, I come from Redance. Like that was my prime. I, I had a lot of fun at Redance. Customs were my favorite thing to do. I grinded customs like no other because I would like personally rather go up against the best of the best than go into a lobby, you know, 0.5 and drop a 40 bomb because after, you know, five of those lobbies it's kind of boring at this point you're running around you're just killing you know people but customs i mean you go up against that there's no way any i don't care what player it is shifty hisoka i mean hisoka might shifty might but like going up in a lobby against 150 of the best players in the world you're not dropping 30 kills against them you know i think it's um i, I, I was, was just, just gonna really speak good. on that too oh yeah oh um so like from the management side like what i noticed is they love like like guys like these three right here probably love those bomb games but when i'm looking for a tournament to put them in they do truly like to only play the best because they'll see a tournament and i'll say hey this tournament's here and then they'll say oh nobody good is in that i don't want to play it. like uh 
Mm-hmm. There's no competition in that tournament. So the people who are in the top are truly competitors. They want to play others so they can show like, hey, I am the best. Like, oh, I just smoked this guy that y'all said's the best or whatever. Like, you know, that's that's where they get their name out of. Um, but those 50, 60 bombs, whatever, that they can drop in those 0.6 KD lobbies or whatever, like, that's just uh, that's just like an incentive to play the game. Like, hey, cool, I did this. But I think they get more joy out of a less kill game against better competition any day of the week. Do, do you think that that's more of a, a, a comp thing, though, than like, you know, some of these large creators? You, you know, like that's more of a comp mindset than a large creator mindset because the large creators they are looking to create content, right? Like they don't really give a shit, but it depends a comp on the player, creator. like the three of you, you know, you, it doesn't seem like you really share that same mindset in a lot of ways. I mean, it's a question personally for me, I, I am not a content creator. I will tell you first and foremost, that's whenever I play with, you know, Huskers, any of those guys that do content that also do compete. You know, I, I'm one of those guys that's like, listen, I, I click the go live button and that's it. Like I'll tweet out that I'm live, but I don't post YouTube videos. I don't do TikToks. I simply just want to compete. And that's me. That's the athlete in me. I want to compete against the best. I want to be remembered when this game goes, you know, someday I want to be remembered as one of the best or, or someone that competed in this game. I mean, personally, like, I mean, a lot of those videos you see like back from, if we go from Verdansk, right. Or Caldera, a lot of these guys, even Rebirth, you'll post that 40 kill game. And be like, okay, use this loadout. I think it was just content for a lot of them. And then you get the competitors who are like, yeah, I went and dropped this bomb. Or like, oh, I dropped 68 kills in the map. Now I have a world record. A little bit of a different different mindset. What do you, what do you think, Waldo? Um, personally, I, I think for me, I would rather just play customs all the time. Because like at the end of the day, anybody could really win a 2v2. You know, I mean, any good player can really win a 2v2. Any good player can win a time kill race, you know, but... I think the real skill is is uh it shows when you're in customs, you know. I also I think I don't know when they released customs for Warzone two. I think it was in like like March or April. I think they do need to release customs a lot sooner. Because we only had like World Series of down. Warzone. Yeah, like World Series of Warzone was like the only real like big custom tourney I would say besides like the most recent Vondel ones, I suppose. But well, you know, it, it, Jay. It, so as someone who's who's not in the comp scene, you know, I I can tell you that it is it is more satisfying to me to be playing against people that are at my skill level. I mean, you know, I, I've, I've been the guy, you know, that I've been down in a 0.6 lobby <clears throat> because of the time I belonged there. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and it was definitely like, you know, when you're, um, when you're in a lobby with a very tight skill band, right. Where it's like, you know, you're in a 0.6 and the top is 0.8 and the bottom is, you know, 0.4 and you're not mopping anybody, but you're not beating anybody. You're playing people at your skill level. Like those, some of those lobbies, some of those wins that I've had are the ones that I remember. I mean, I, I had what, like 500 something wins in Warzone 1. And I remember a handful of them. Um, and, and one of them that I remembered, I, I, when I looked it up, you know, it was literally like the top of the lobby was like a, like a 0.9 KD and the bottom of the lobby was like a 0.7. Like that was, a, you know, that was a very narrow band and everybody felt like every gunfight was intense every you know every rotation was um was kind of was wild there was you know stuff back and forth and um and it came out of it you know just feeling really satisfying to win that you know versus ones that i've i've won and like you know i was at the top kd in the lobby and it was just like shooting you know i I got like i dropped like 15 kills and it's like sweet i dropped 15 kills and none of them shot me back i didn't have to replay it for half of the game and um 
And that to me, it just, it, it's not as exciting as having to work for it um, and, and having to really like, um, you know, you know, lock in and focus. So I think, you know, I definitely kind of understand where, you know, Waldo is and, and I see with that, with that, you want to fight people that are like at your skill level that are, you know, versus like mobbing a lobby of bots. Oh yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll I never agree. forget my first custom win, you know, like most customs were best, you know, out of six, one out of six games. Right. And I'll never forget like the time I won a custom game, like in the end game. I mean, I, I competed in Fortnite as well. And it kind of, it felt like that. I don't know if you guys ever seen end game in Fortnite, but going off against the builds and then winning one of those games, it was, it, it was the same feeling when you, for me, it was so euphoric because once you go up against the best in one of these lobbies and every player in there is three, four KD, whenever higher, and you get to win. I mean, that satisfaction is, I mean, it's incredible. I mean, versus, you know, like you said, going up against one of those lobbies where you're just the top KD. I mean, you're expected to win that. Look, let me ask you this about skill-based matchmaking, guys. Sub and I have talked about this before. So surely we can all agree skill-based matchmaking should not be in pubs. However, it's never going away, guys. It's not. They're they're, they're not going to do it. It's It's all about the engagement of the player base. So my thought is, is the way they currently do skill-based matchmaking is screwed up because it's a sample size, right? So if I go and I have five great gains, I'm then put in a lobby with the three of you for the next two hours and you're shitting on me for the next two hours. That shit ain't fun, okay? So I think that it should be based off cumulative. So like what your cumulative statistics are with a plus or minus of say like 0.15 or so, um, you know, and keep it within that range, like a tight range, like sub one said in that lobby, he was talking about between 0.9 and a 0.7. What do you guys think about that? I think personally, there'll always be a way to kind of counter that. Like in Verdansk, I mean, VPNs, I mean, no matter, no matter what, I mean, I think what, at one out of one out of 10 of those games using a VPN, you're, you're going to get a sweat lobby. I mean, it was, I, I think there'll always be just like hackers will always find ways to hack. I mean, in a game, I mean, there's always going to be a way around it. And the only way to really kind of counter that is ranked. But I mean, even even in ranked that I feel, I feel like I run into there's players who shouldn't be in my lobbies. And then I'll have people who will yell at me like, why are you in my lobby? Like, hey, it's not my fault. I just I just queued up. Do you think ice? Let me ask you this just to follow up on what you just said. So, you know, they released a graphic that showed the breakdown of the player percentage based on, you know, the rank, whether it's bronze, silver, gold, plat diamond, whatever. And if you look at once you hit platinum, you start getting into a very, very small percentage of the player base, right? Of, of the ranked player base. So it's really hard for them to fill lobbies if, if if you're going to be as strict with the skill-based matchmaking like like we sometimes we want them to in ranked because there, there are only so many of the three of you. There really are. You'll never fill a lobby and you're never going to be mm. able to queue. So, you know, I finished at Diamond last season, so I played in a lobby with Donkey and it sucked, you know? <laughs> but, you know, I, I mean, it, it you have to do that in order to be able to fill to fill the lobbies and keep you guys going and being able to play. They they tried to fix it, but I don't think they understand that you can't really fix it. Because, um, like, the difference between multiplayer and Warzone is you don't have that issue in multiplayer because it's only 4v4. So it's not hard to find eight guys in the same sure. thing to play each other. But when you're in Warzone, whatever the count is in that, you got to find so many people. And then how many lobbies are going on simultaneously of that? 
Uh, and then they lowered the player count, and then that makes people unhappy because less SR. Yeah. Like whenever you mm-hmm. have like a high negative SR to start the game when you're up in like Iridescent T250, whatever, it's already it's ruining that for you because now you have to have like a perfect game just to be positive SR. To go plus 14? Yeah. Oh, I mean, so, for yeah. me, like even, even today, I mean, dude, I mean, I'm going in at, you know, 240 negative right now. Sheesh. And I mean, I'm out of the top 250 now. I was getting griefed by cheaters, but... I mean, it's even still like, I mean, you to just bare minimum go positive or even just even you have to have 10 plus kills and then 10 plus taps with placement. I mean, and it's with the less players, a lot of the players are playing more ratty or it's more end zone. So then you get an end zone and it's 30 people left. And I mean, it's, it's incredibly hard. I mean, which I get and I like at the same time. But it's with more people, you know, you're more you're more open to going around the map and fighting more people instead of having to play a little bit more passive. And and if for like players like us, like, yeah, we're going to go find those players. But for the average player, they're going to sit there and try to, you know, camp out all game and just, you know, hold as much SR as they can. I think yeah, the- that's exactly right. That's how we had to play it. You know, we, we don't play the game the same way you do. You guys have you literally have to. We we can sit sub and I can sit in a building and get into that top 30 and then hey we're plus 30 sr you know what i mean like you guys can't do that what were you gonna say rose no the the only thing that i was gonna say like regarding sbmm like in ranked like you're definitely 100 right i totally agree like you are never gonna be able to get a lobby of all top 250 series crim like it's never gonna be 100 but i definitely do think that there were like i I know specifically when I had just started playing Warzone Ranked, I think, like one of the first seasons, um, I remember being Silver 3, Silver 3, and getting like triple stacked by like a top, like the top five. It wasn't even the top 250. I remember this game specifically. Like I died to three people that were in the top five and I was Silver 3. Like granted, I had just like, no, I'm not a Silver player, but like I had just started Warzone Ranked. So I think like in that in those situations, like for the Silvers and the Golds, like that sucks, like putting them into like a into a lobby like that for like SBMM purposes but again I don't know if SBMM is like ever going to be perfect with ranked just based on like um like you know time zones like zones like ping where everybody's located um and how many people are on at the time like that would fit in the same uh, that would be able to fit in the same lobby what do you think Waldo um I mean I, I agree with both of their points it's it just like hard really to fill like a lobby of even a hundred people with all like top 250s or iridescence like it's just it's just a tough thing to do I mean I feel like they could most definitely kind of fill with you know crim up i mean at that point i mean they may not be able to do but every live but i mean you also got to think of like like rose said time zones and you know people eu are not going to be able to come over here unless they're playing with someone na who's hosting so i mean i 100 get that what do you guys think about like longer wait times to join a lobby if it meant you were playing with a more balanced player pool yeah i don't think that that would go over well especially knowing we just had the like all the all f4 clip yeah. like there's a lot of people that would just all f4 knowing that they had better people in their lobby so i'm mm. I'm not sure like a lot of people were like were scared of who's in their lobby because i guess like they they did whatever they did recently where you can check who's like the top players in your lobby when you um when you get into the game and you know for some people that didn't want to fight the top five they would just like all f4 right so why are people going to want to wait longer to be in a game some people specifically mm-hmm. some people i'm not saying well, yeah. like all top 250s but like some people don't want to fight the other top 250s right like i'll watch people i'll watch some people on stream sometime who are in who are in the top 250 and they'll know where the other top 250 players are because they had just killed them or something along those lines like they know they killed somebody or they were their bounty and they'll run in the opposite direction they're like oh well they're the best like team in the game like we don't want to fight them like i've seen that before yeah where people like, I, don't I, I want do that to... every game 
I do that all the time. But you you don't want to die to them. Like, completely understandable. I I run from them when I know where they are. I run. I'm out. I mean, it's not not necessarily run, but like, like, let's say I run into a team and then I wipe them, right? And I know they're going to go to Ghoulie and most likely win that Gulag. I know where they're mm-hmm. going to go to regain, which is most likely going to be, let's say, in this in this map, Observatory for Gulag tokens so like that. So I either will, I mean, me, I'll I kind of vote to let's go, let's go wipe them out so we have the rest of the lobby and don't have to worry about mm-hmm. it. But, I mean, a lot of people I know will stay away from that side of the map or go, okay, you know, you got so-and-so over here. Let's just avoid that area. I think it's funny, too, because sometimes I'll see you guys in the involved chat and you'll be like, so-and-so's in my lobby. Like, I can't wait to slam him. And then there's people who are like, I'm just going to all that four out of this. I don't want to play this guy. But then I see you guys get excited like, oh, so-and-so's in my lobby. I can't wait. And then, I, yeah, it's just funny. The levels of uh, competitive integrity there is. See, for me, like, who really wants to compete or not? For for me, it's uh like if I see someone in my lobby, I don't fear names. Like I I, I think uh like let's say I have scum in my lobby, I absolutely love running into scumming. Yeah, I know. um, <laughs> I love it. And um, for me, it's uh I treat every fight like I'm gonna play him because, you know, we all have the same skin or whatever. Like you never know. So it it also in a way it makes me play better because I'm not gonna play this team over here that I know is not gonna shoot back. If I know like that whole lobby is like that, I'm gonna play them completely different than I play someone who. I know could slam me in an instant. So mm-hmm. for me, I love having sweats in my lobby because it makes me want to play different. Yeah, iron sharpens iron. I just, I just love the enthusiasm when, it, or like whenever we have involved people get in other involved people's ranked lobbies. That's the funniest. Like someone will be like, "Back out, bro! You're in my lobby." And I'm like, and, and then, and they're like, "No, I'm gonna see you at observatory. I'll see you in ten minutes." A little bit of shit talking. Yeah, I did that to sit rep the other day. Sit rep was in my lobby. Ended up <laughs> killing awesome. him in his team twice. And I went st- every each time after I killed him, I went straight to our uh, group chat and was like, yeah. "Hey, man, this is my black side." Or, "Hey, not again, bro." <laughs> oh, it's the best. That's- Oh, that's being, awesome. Being at like my skill level and just getting to like uh, witness the behind the scenes of it is really fun. I like to see this stuff like let, like you guys, like you said, you play a lot of the day and then you're playing someone else who does the same. And then you're just like so casual about it. Like, uh, this is my POI. Get out of here. Um, just like, and then, but then you see other people just take it way too serious and like take lesser competition too serious. It's just it, it kind of shows how uh, how much fun you can still have even when competing at that high of a level. Do you, do you, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was going to ask you, do you think that comes from the top and like that was kind of Rob's mindset to begin with as far as like the types of people he wanted to attract to your organization? Because oh, for sure. that seems to be the one thing that all four of you have in common and the others that I've seen on, um, you know, on Twitter and things like that, just the competitive nature and almost like the more of a can-do attitude kind of thing. Like, I, I really respect the hell out of you guys for that. It can get ugly. That's awesome. It can definitely man. get ugly. It can change. But, I mean, like, every, I, f- I feel like every competitor in our org has their day where they're not feeling it, you know? Mm-hmm. After a long day of uh, bad games or whatever, you get down. But it's just about who can regain, who can get on the next day and get it back. And that's, I think that's who we look for in the org. That's that's why we have who we have is because they don't let those bad. It could even be a bad week. It it doesn't keep them from competing, you know. So that that was my big thing. Like I said, like back when I competed, and I mean I referenced Verdansk a lot because that was, in my opinion, that was prime war zone for for comp. I mean there was customs every week. There was there was kill races. Um, 
But I mean, for me personally, like my thing was back in Verdansk, I mean, my first custom was a Twitch Rivals against the best of the best. And I was excited as all get out to go in there. And my first bounty that I grabbed was Tommy and Almond and Noobs. And, you know, I full sent it. You know, I ended up killing two of them and they got slammed. But I mean, it was, you know, I watched my thing that I did, which I try to, you know, tell like even Oscar, like I'm trying to coach him since he wants to compete is I, I would go to these games or these customs or pubs. And I would, like I said earlier, I'll VOD review. After a tourney, I would VOD review myself and then I would look at the top three and I would go VOD review them and see what they did and then what I did and compare. And that way, next tourney, I try to become better. And I mean, that's that. I mean, that's always been my mindset is like, I want to be better than I was yesterday. Well, let me, so let me, let me ask this. So, this is something that comes up a lot whenever we, you know, I want to just dovetail off of the SPMM issue. You know, something that I, I see, I see it on Twitter, I see it on, you know, Reddit and whatnot. Um, when the topic comes up, especially on like the higher level, you know, higher level folks when they play is they don't want to sweat all the time, right? They want to have, you know, the chance to 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 relax, right? To to not be as to not be competitive, uh, not be running at, you know, locked in, you know, 110% every time they get on, uh, which is, you know, that what you run into with SPMM, right? Which is, you know, you, you you hop on, you slam a game or two and then all of a sudden you're you're at, you know, you're you're playing the best of the best, right? Um uh versus, you know, your first two games you get me. Um and so <laughs> The um, so my question is, what what does that look like for you? If that's a thing, like when you say, I want to, I don't, I want to relax, I don't want to sweat, like physically, how do you approach the game differently, if at all? I think it's, I think it's based on who you play with. I mean, like me, me personally, I play with you know, like my duo, my like one of my good friends is Oak Boy, and I mean, we can be mid sweat match, like ranked, and still like just have the time of our lives. Same with you know, being being with Lovey or some other friends, like we can still sweat and have fun and like you know roast each other just it's the same thing. i think if i really just want to have like a chill kind of match and not try as hard i go to pubs personally but like before you know like verdance caldera we didn't have rank that was it was kind of just i guess more or less who you play with who you surround yourself with what kind of because i mean you can always go you know lock in at any given moment and then you can have a bad game where you just want to have fun and just vibe out waldo you look like you want to say something I mean, yeah i'm like i'm <laughs> um, waiting for waldo before i say something <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, like, when I want to relax, kind of from competing, like, I don't really want, like, a too sweaty of a lobby. I would say, like, like a lobby Katie of round, like, one is fine with me. I don't know, just, like, playing with my boys, just not really common too much, just having a good time. What about you, Rose? Um, I think the difference, like, between, like, me, Waldo, and I see is, like, I don't grind ranked as much as them. Um, so, like, I'm not always extremely locked in. But, I like, I do like to play and try to get high kills and everything. But when I'm not, like, I am really like content focused so when i'm just trying to like relax and chill like i'm gonna hop in like vondel and like i'm just gonna run resurgence like i'm gonna solo queue like get random teammates like um if they have mics i like shoot the shit with them um like that was literally like my last youtube video i was able to get because i had randoms that i like i didn't really care how i played i was just like trying to hang out with them like get them to do funny stuff kind of stuff so i think like that's really how i relax like from trying to like from taking time away from ranks like just not playing locked in um, like I'll just focus up more on chat, like focus up on what can I do to make content right now. Like, um, that's that's kind of what I do. And like like they said as well, it depends who you play with. So play with um a couple friends, you know, get get the gals going and we'll we'll run a ladies' night. Those are always a good time. There's always good random the I had a random <laughs> that day when I in the resurgence, the massive resurgence where like our two teammates backed down, it was just me and him and I dropped uh, like forty something kills, and he like he was like, "Dude, are you cheating?" And just gassed yeah. me up the whole time, and it was <laughs> it was a blast. Like if I did content, I'd have made like, a video that's out so of it. That's so fun, but... yeah. 
I just good knew content he, too. Yeah, That's I knew good he was content. playing on a fifty-inch TV, and he just yeah. seeing me, and he's like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> like, honestly, yeah. it made me feel like I, I, I was gassed up. I couldn't stop mm-hmm. smiling. We ended up getting the dub. I died, and then he got the last kill, and it was fun. Like having mm-hmm. uh, having pubs and games like that is is always important. Well, um, I know. Al- I guess we lost Alex, so I'm not sure. He said he. So um, we're kind of we're we're wrapping towards the end here, Jay. Um, you know, so usually we kind of do a reset and kind of work our way into the end, the end of it. Jay, you want to you want to reset us here and, and get us rolling uh, yeah. towards the end of the day? Yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, I appreciate everybody for hopping through. This is the Slightly Above Average Gaming Podcast. We are quite involved this evening with the folks from Team Involved. We have um, involved Alex, who is the manager of uh, the organization. Then we also have Red Rose here, who is on Kick at kick.com backslash red rose xo so be sure to give her a follow over there we have watch waldo who's at twitch.tv backslash watch waldo uh where are you at icy i'm on kick you're on yeah, kick, so scopes, be yes, sir. kick.com backslash icy scopes we really appreciate y'all taking the time to come hang out with us like i said Sub and I have been friends with Rob for a while and and now Alex and you know we respect the hell out of what y'all are doing as an organization and you know we really you know are anxious to see the success y'all are going to have whether it be in comp or in in content creation um you know and we just really appreciate you guys being here I appreciate you having us man thank think, you yeah thank you for I think having what us Rob's doing is going to be amazing he's uh I told him earlier just with everything he does for this team and each of the players I think he's a uh, He's going to shape and mold the future of esports and orgs and how they do things because he's, it's not just a team full of you know sweats or content creators with numbers. It's 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 like Alex said. I mean, he they handpick who they want on this team for a reason, but they also have the tools implemented in place for each person to succeed. Yeah, I, I appreciate the words, uh, Jay, because they all work really hard. They they grind a lot, and um, like I was saying, they could have a bad week, but they're. The reason they're here is because they, they keep playing. And, uh, I mean, you see where it gets them if you've kept up with any of them. Passion seems so. to be the common theme I've seen on Twitter from a lot of you guys. It's passion yeah. for gaming. <laughs> passion yeah. for weightlifting. It's kind of our yeah. motto. Yeah, so that's it's great. I mean, that's that's awesome. And, that you know, just the, the culture it seems like you guys have is, is fantastic. So it's it's really nice to see. Yeah, it's just being there for each other. So closing it out, I would like to uh, I'd like to pose this one question. I want to hear everybody's thoughts. Would you rather have the RPK meta forever, Jesus. or Krampus for a month? Oh Jesus! Krampus for a month. Yeah, Krampus for a month. Yeah, I think Krampus for a month. I don't know. I liked the RPK. <laughs> I don't know if I can go back to Krampus, man. That was, I didn't like getting held by. I think four that RPKs. was my low. I think I hit my low with Krampus. <laughs> I've got, I've got a personal vendetta with Krampus. So, I mean, I need him to come back so I can go around too. The man he ruined, ruined a... the best clip I ever had. Son of a bitch. Yeah, he cost me a lot of money in a couple of tourneys. I'll be yeah. honest. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys. Thank you all for coming out. Um, once again, this has been Team Involved. 
Uh, we are Sub One KD and J 7 TV, and we are the slightly above average gaming podcast. This has been episode eleven. Um, want to thanks again, Alex, Rose, Waldo, and Icy for rolling by, um, and uh, and of course, shout out to Involved Money for lending them to us uh, uh, on this wonderful Thursday evening. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll be uh, we'll be here next uh, next episode. I think we're lining up a, another surprise guest. It should be uh, should be quite something. I know Jay's working on that on his end. So um, stay tuned on our socials. Drop us a follow on Twitter. Um, I am on kick.com kick slash um, sub one KD. Jay is on Twitch, J 7 TV. We will put everybody's socials in the description down below. Um, and thanks again for, for everything. And we will catch you guys. Uh, next time. This has been sub one KD along with J 7 TV and the slightly above average gaming podcast. We're logging off now. So we'll see you next time.